Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome. It is Friday and uh, that means two things. Gloucester Park on a Friday night and also Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 in Perth and also on the podcast on the SEN app. And uh, what a big night tonight. The Westerl Mayors Classic Group 1, $125,000. Thanks to our great supporters at Westerl. Um, Albert and Julie Wormsley there. And uh, this is always a great race and we had a little bit of a taste of it with the Norm's Daughter a couple of weeks ago and uh, the Barry draws made it very interesting with uh, Wainui Creek in two, Belcathrin uh, out in seven and Born to Boogie once again getting the stalking position uh, behind the one in the Barry draw and uh, a great race tonight and also a great 10 race card to support and we get a chat to one of the main players tonight, one of the big owners in uh, Australasia, Merv Butterworth who has two going around the Mare's Classic. And uh, he's fresh off a New Zealand Cup victory as well. And uh, we'll chat to Merth once again. And uh, a big show. We'll also take you through uh, uh, a few tips with our man Scott Bomberhill and Hayden King a little bit later on to give us a, a couple of tips in the country. But a very big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Mortz? Radley, good morning. How are you? Great to be here as always. Big, big show today. Like I said, talking with one of the industry's uh, most successful owners, a uh, great sponsor. and. Yep. Just a great supporter of uh, harness racing in general in Merv Butterworth. So really looking forward to that. Tough week last Friday night. We were there looking for some value and uh, we had a wipe at GP, but uh, luckily the man sitting to my left here, Hayden, was able to find us one at Wagen, so we did get something uh, into the ledger. And good to see our man Chopper Reed get a treble at Northam last Saturday night. That was uh, good to see. Yep. Now, Michael. Yes, did you watch the trots on Monday night, on Monday afternoon? Uh, I watched a couple, but I was, it was a big week for us. <laughs> race one for the uh, race one for the trotters, yeah. standing start. Got to be for the thrill seekers only. How can that uh, encourage uh, wagering or new potential punters? It, it's it's hard to to have confidence when you when a horse is getting away. So that's the biggest, that's the biggest issue. Uh, I mean, stands hard enough, and then. Uh, Trotters makes it um, even harder. And then later on in the uh, meeting in Pinjarra, there was another stand. And once again, it was a pretty uh, pretty ordinary watch. I just don't know how we're going to make that sort of product appeal to the younger generation coming through. I know the, you know, the old... Uh, the old faithful like them, and that's great. But yeah. uh, it's the new punters coming through that we've got to try and attract. Now, Gloucester Park, a few weeks back, we... Um, Spoke about they posted a nice profit. Yes. Which is uh, yeah. very good. <laughs> very good. Um, <laughs> very happy about that. And obviously you've got a busy, busy uh, month coming up in December. How is Gloucester Park funded, Michael? How is Gloucester Park funded? Yeah. Uh, like all uh, clubs, we get 
railway event fees for, for running um, race meetings. Uh, obviously, we've got a hospitality, food and beverage, and they're, they're probably the two main forms of, forms of income. So Gloucester Park, uh, exactly the same as the other clubs in terms of, of funding? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. No, there's always been a, you know, trains of well, thought we, we, that... Uh, we, we get more because of the amount of meetings we run and stuff oh, like absolutely. that. absolutely. Yeah. But uh, that's, only because, that's only because you hold the things. host also, of meetings. Yeah. And also infrastructure and, and the requirements of running a metro meeting, uh, but that would increase with any track that would be running metro meetings. Okay. Um, so given that, how, how viable can some of these other smaller clubs continue to be? Well, it, it, the... the the biggest problem is we've seen a, a big change because formally funding was a couple of different ways as well with on-course wagering, which was which was bigger and it, it helped fund. But with the change in um, technology and also the change in market share from the TAB, now it's probably 10% or whatever it is of the whole market share. The, the, the funding has changed also that way. So uh, unless you've got diversity in, in your income streams, which we have at the moment yep. and we're increasing on those, um, it, it's very hard for country clubs. They're going to need more support from the controlling body. So there's going to need to be more support from RAWA. But to do that, we need to increase our wagering. Correct. So... Given there's a big uh, HRCG meeting yes. uh, next week, which has been extended, so uh, I would say it's going to be quite an important meeting. Uh, any expecting any big announcements during the meeting? Uh, oh, well, I'm not too sure. I think I think Rawa might be going through a different restructure. I know they've been re- doing reviews, and obviously the Harness Office has been doing a review. So I think we'll we'll find about uh, that. Um, and also, I, I think they have been working on a way forward as far as improving wagering. So mm-hmm. I'd imagine that, that that will be, but I'm not privy to those sort of things. So I, I would hope that they've, they would um, announce changes to uh, increase wagering, but I'm yep. not privy to that. Okay. Well, we do look forward to the meeting and... <laughs> well, I won't be there, but you will. Be. Hopefully we might get our uh, 20% back, yeah. which would well, be hopefully. Uh, very nice. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, enough, of, um, enough of us. Uh, let's... Uh... Well, before we get to Merv... Uh, and it's a big night at Gloucester Park tonight, but what about this week and today, especially Black Friday, Morts? Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist, RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. They get a sponsor and bring to, to our, our guest, Merv Butterworth, but Retrovision's Black Friday. I'm excited. I've already oh, shopped. It's a, it's a massive week at Retrovision and... Uh, You'll see all the uh, all the the special pricing which is available and has been available for a few days, but over this weekend, and on top of that special pricing, Michael. So you'll see our pricing is exactly the same as the JBs and the yeah. Harvey Normans and these people. But if you're an RAC member, you'll still save an extra five percent. So you cannot lose shopping at Retrovision. Fair, fair to say, this is now the biggest shopping time of the year for you. It is. Oof. It is. That's why I'm looking a little bit frazzled. <laughs> Got my JP pacing so, cap on this morning. So, so you look like normally I, like the way I do. <laughs> Not as fresh. All right. Let's, uh, let's welcome in our special guest, Merv Butterworth. But before we do, let's go back two weeks. And uh, it was, it's always a great traditional lead-up race to um, the Mayor's Classic. And the big three guns were drawn to uh, do something special. And it turned out that way. They cleared away from the rest of the field. And it was Born to Boogie and uh, the great A.C. Lewis who stalked Wainui Creek and Belle Catherine. 
and proved too good. Still pocketed, coming to the turn. Winuri Creek, 28.7. The third quarter is still in front. The outside, Bal Catherine, but Bournemouth Boogie is closing in very rapidly. Looks to have them covered. And then Queen Shenandoah in the straight, and Bournemouth Boogie's out now. Races up, takes a lead from Bal Catherine and Winuri Creek, and Bournemouth Boogie travelled beautifully in the run, has drawn clear from Winuri Creek and Bal Catherine, and Bournemouth Boogie races home to win well. Second, Bal Catherine, a nose away was Winuri Creek. Wanda Boogie, she continues on her winning way and has been a revelation since coming to WA. And I'm pleased to welcome into the program her owner, Merv Butterworth. Hello, Merv. How are you, Michael? Yeah, really good. And uh, look, at uh, tonight, Wanda Boogie, she's she's done exceptional things since coming to WA and she's a deserved, uh, or she's one of the deserved favourites in tonight's uh, Westral Mayors Classic. You must be excited for her to go around and compete against the best mayors over here in WA. Well, she's certainly every every start she's gone a high, to a higher level. Um, I, I sent her over to Ross purposefully for for the way Gloucester Park look after the mares, and the the potential for the mares racing or earnings in Perth is far greater than anywhere else in Australasia. So I have to say congratulations to you guys for looking after the mares. Well, Hence the reason why we've got Queen Shenandoah there as well. Well, she's had nine starts for seven wins and two minors this season and $100,000 in prize money. So she certainly paid you back for the, for sending over anyway. Yes, yes. Yes, she she, she was no, no slow coach in, um, in the south of um, the South Island. She earned about 50 dollars um, from about 26 starts but she was handicapped off 15 and 20 metres and there were no mobile starts for her class so I said off to Perth girl, go and meet Ross. <laughs> and uh, there's not too many better in WA than uh, Ross Oliveri and of course uh, teaming up there with Chris Lewis and the run a couple of weeks ago was Absolutely brilliant, and as Michael said, Chris Lewis just got her off the, the rails at the right time. And when we spoke off air, you must be must be pretty happy with ten because uh, over the twenty five thirty six metres, being on the rails, not a bad place to be, Merv. I, I, Glenn, I think it's the perfect draw. Um, some people are just, um, superstitious, but I think, particularly over the longer distance, it gives her every opportunity. And with Chris Lewis driving also gives us added opportunity. Yes, I agree. Uh, over the 25, I think she should settle a little bit better than uh, this week than she did uh, last start, where she looked like she might have pulled a little bit, but uh, had enough to get over the top of them. But um, she's a real live hope. And the other horse she got in the race is a horse by the name of Queen Shenandoah, who's been going very well uh, also. What's your expectations for her tonight, Merv? She will love the long distance. She she's an opportunist type horse that needs to be. Um, she goes better on the rails, and and she's not on the rails tonight. I can't see Shannon getting to the rails, but if she's um, one wide, two, three, or four back, she'll finish off very well over that that distance if it's a fast run race. And I expect for one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. The drivers won't be going too slow. 
I certainly hope you're right there, Ross, because that's going to uh, sorry move. That's going to make for a uh, for a very exciting race. And speaking of good runs, you must have been very happy with the run of Motu Premier last week. He he got a bit of a setback going down the back. Um, he would have finished much closer. Uh, he was out of racing for a long, long time, and for Ross to get him up to that level at his first start back was was exceptional on Ross's part. Very, very happy with him, um, and Moto Premier, of course. Um, Prem has been a high-class horse right throughout his career. No, he certainly has. He's one of the toughest horses over here as well. He's That's sort of... It, his greatest strength is, is, is his strength, uh, and and he's one of those horses that just keeps on keeps on running. Um, back to Born to Boogie move. Uh, obviously, tonight's a, a big a, a big test for her. If she can win tonight, is she a realistic cups type of horse over here? I know, I know we're going to talk about copy that in a, in just a moment, and, and unfortunately, he won't be coming over. But do you think he'll be represented by by her in the cups races uh, in January? Um, I really. I could be a dreamer and say yes. Um, I believe that mares always, that they have to be truly exceptional, exceptional to match up with the the the, the stallions and geldings. Um, but she continues to climb that ladder. So one can only hope. I'm sorry, I... I can't say any more no, than that, though. No. Well, she, <laughs> it's a dream. She'd be the perfect horse to be three, maybe four back the pegs in a fast run free metal or pacing cup and, and just getting the last crack at them like we've seen over the years. And as we've said, the pegs is a place to be in these big races where, where they get their chance. And she she just seems like she'd follow speed all day and just reel off a really fast sectional like we've seen uh, against her own sex. But I don't I don't think she'd be... I, don't, I think she'd measure up against the, the boys uh, by the time we got to January, February. Well, a half-brother, um, half-brother, Glen Ferry, Glenn Ferry yeah. Hood, he raced in Perth, Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane and earned over $500,000 and raced in Cups class. Yeah. So if she follows, if she's half the horse that he was, she should be in the Cup. Yeah, well, I, I think he's only just retired, Glen Ferry Hood, uh, racing in Queensland. But yeah, he was a two and three year old over here with Chris Brew, and, mm-hmm. and and raced in derbies, and and then got to Cups class and and raced all around the country. As you said, he was certainly a, a, a he travelled everywhere and and didn't miss a fight. So um, hopefully that uh, she can she can measure up to that. Um, unfortunately, copy that move won't be coming over. Just before we talk about copy that. Um, we might listen to the, the New Zealand Cup and, and what a victory it was. He rolled straight to the front and there was never going to be any way they'll go to catch him. 27 won the back straight quarter. Orange now goes for copy that as they turn for home. A length and a half on South Coast Arden. Self-assured needs to get busy as copy that went for home at the 200. Two and a half clear of self-assured in South Coast Arden. It's copy that's cup though. Cue up ladies. He's done it. Copy that won the New Zealand Cup by two and a half on self-assured. South Coast Arden runs third and still the show. Yeah, he's an exceptional horse. Merv, and I, I know you can't be too confident in races like the New Zealand Cup, but after about a mile when there was absolutely no pressure, you must have been you must have been thinking this is this is another New Zealand Cup for for yourself. I before the race, before this, when the barrier draws came out, and 
Ray Green said, where do you want to draw? I said, six, seven or eight. And the All-Stars, two off the second line. That'll suit us fine. And that's exactly what happened. And and I said to my wife, Meg, we get to the front, we win. And as soon as we got to the front, I said, I reckon it's over. And I still carried in the bruises because she elbows me every time I go <laughs> the, the early crow. And, but Blair Orange drove one of the greatest races that um, you, you could see in a group performance. And, and they criticised Copy that for going slow, but he didn't have to go any faster. No. No, no. It went it's, fast enough to win. They should have been criticising every other driver in the race because they should have applied some pressure to him because, as, as you said, there seemed to be only one danger who was on your back. And as soon as you sprinted up, he was off the bit. So at about the 600, there was just no dangers. Like he, he just... No. Yeah, he, he just dictated. And, and, and it was surprising because there was one or two moves at the bell, but they didn't even apply any pressure when they got outside you. They were happy to, to sit up outside you, which just played into to your... your hands well what what the, the the tipsters or the experts um forgot was that the previous year he started favorite in the cup yeah and it was a disgraceful start the starter got the sack the next day we were left behind and and self-assured got a flying start and um this year we we're a much longer price and self-assured was off the second line at, at an odds on price I couldn't work that one out. And and um, Mark Purden had been saying to me all along, he said, gee, you've got a nice horse there, Merv. And Mark doesn't, he doesn't get carried away. But he was 100% correct. Yeah, well, I, I remember seeing you on Melbourne, uh, on Inter-Dominion night in Auckland, and you were pretty confident yeah. that night. But it, and, and, he, and he can do a couple of little things wrong, copy that. And on that night, he actually galloped for for a little bit, but he gathered himself and, and won and, and, re- and really showed everyone what he can do on that night. We knew how good he was, but to pick himself up and, and win against a top-class field on Inter-Dominion night really showed that, that he was a, the real deal. He galloped twice in the run, and he's, he's, he's so fast and so quick, he'll gallop and get down within a couple of strides. Most, most people don't see him gallop unless you've got binoculars. And... And he came down the outside and won untouched, as, as you'll remember. Yeah. yeah. And um, he, he is exceptional. Yeah, I, I remember he was part of an all-up for me, so <laughs> it could have, it could have been a trouble well. move. Uh, but unfortunately, he won't be, he won't be making it to, to Perth, uh, mainly due to the fact that um, the flights can't come over, um, not, even, not even the COVID restrictions, the fact that we can't get air flights over here, which is, which is a common occurrence over here. We couldn't get Lock and Varad over here uh, about two years ago. So you'll, you'll go around in, in the Cranbourne Cup, which you sponsor with your wife, Meg, um, yes. and, and probably a couple of other couple of, couple of country cups, and then the Hunter Cup, um, yes. and, then, and then bypass the, the, um, the Miracle Mile to go back to Auckland. Is that, yep. his, is that his plan? Yeah, the, re- the reality is there's no flights. Um, and you know about the COVID restrictions that you guys hold close to your hearts. Yeah. Um, and and I discussed at length with Ross Oliveri last night. Um, how soon should we get to Perth for the horse to recover from the trip to be at his best for the Fremantle Cup? And he said, forget about it. He said, um, 
you're better off tr- come, coming back next year. And um, and and I thank Ross for being practical and guiding me in that regard. And so then went back to Ray Green and said, this is our options. We've got to go in the Cranbourne Cup. We've sponsored it for about 10 years. I'd love to present the trophy to my wife <laughs> and uh, very, very few sponsors get that opportunity. <laughs> it's, it's not a win yet. It's only an opportunity. Yeah. And, and the horse arrives on the 15th of December and um, we'll race in that and the Bendigo and the Ballarat Cups and then the Hunter Cup. And then he'll go back home to Auckland, um, best grass, best everything, not too hot. And there's a $500,000 race at um, Cambridge in um, April, which he'll be um, set for. And then the Auckland Cup in, in May, or maybe it's March and May. Um, of $400,000 and we'll miss Menangle and the Miracle Mile to me it's too hard um, I'd prefer to be a big fish in a small pond <laughs> than, than being with the sharks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Understandable there uh, Just before we go, Carrera Mac you've also got in who's drawn the visitors draw but you've got uh, the services of uh, a driver that you've had great success with in Chris Voke. How do you think Carrera Mac will go? He's a surprisingly good horse. Um, I'm backing him for a place. Okay. Well, no doubt the Voke train will give you every opportunity to, yes, he certainly to, will. to earn tonight. Merv, it's been great chatting to you. Good luck tonight with um, your, your, your three runners, including two and the big one. Um, unfortunately, we won't see copy that here this year, hopefully next year, but good luck um, in the big races coming up in, in Melbourne with copy that, and thanks for joining us. I'd copy that to win in Perth, being a Perth boy. Yeah. But um, caught the other side of the rabbit-proof fence in <laughs> Melbourne. And I'd like to say um, to, to Chris Folk, he's getting married tomorrow. Oh. So, so he needs a winner tonight. Yeah. Help pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, good luck tomorrow at the wedding, Toki. Good on you, mate. Well, ho- hopefully you can win tonight and you can give him a sling and pay for some of the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Good on you, good on you Merv. Michael. Good on Thanks, you, Merv. We'll man. talk to you soon. Thanks for your time. Okay. Bye-bye. There we Thank go. Merv, Merv Butterworth, one of the Leviathan owners Certainly of Harness is. Racing and had great success. Had all a lot of success. All over Australasia. 2015 New Zealand Trotting Cup, yep. Arden Rooney, Your girl. driven by the Queen. Yep, uh, had some great horses, great partnerships over the years with the All-Stars, Ray Green and, of course, our very own Ross Oliveri. Yep, certainly has. All right, we're going to take a break and come back and we'll have actually have a look at the Mayor's uh, Classic with Scott Bomber Hill. Before we do, uh, the two-year-old race last week, you also find was a short price favourite, but there was an upset. The group run winner, Flo Rider for Aiden DeCampo, $81, the quaddy killer.
Paul Edward coming back. Flow Riders coming as well. Now You're So Fine gets mobile again, though. You're So Fine goes into another gear and got two metres. Flow Rider trying hard. In the spotlight, some sort of chance coming on out wider. You're So Fine is lifting, though. In the straight, 27-7 the third quarter. You're So Fine in front. Flow Rider trying to get there. You're So Fine. Flow Rider in the spotlight late. You're So Fine joined by Flow Rider. Flow Rider goes to You're So Fine in the spotlight out wide. Went to them as well. They hit the line and it was Flow Rider, I think, nosing out You're So Fine in the spotlight out wider and further back. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. 27-6 the next quarter. Bletchley Park, has he gone too early? Diego's closing in nicely. And then Bracken Sky, further back, Motu Premier. And back on the inside is Wild West around the turn. Bletchley Park in front, but Diego is eating into the margin now. Bletchley Park, the leader in that 27-6. Diego's after him. Bletchley Park, Diego's got him, though. Diego is racing to Bletchley Park. Diego, Bletchley Park fights back. Bletchley Park, Diego. Bletchley Park just in front and just won. Bletchley Park has come back and beaten Diego. Motu Premier and on the outside, Wild West. He was off and running in the last lap, Bletchley Park, and he's held on by the barest possible margin from Diego. And as uh, Glenn said in the um, interview with Merv Butterworth, a, a really good run by Motu Premier to get home for third. That was the Mondodora Rawa Cup, Group 2 level, $50,000, and owned by Wormsley Developments, Ju- Julian uh, Albert Wormsley. And they're the sponsors of tonight's big meeting through Westrel and great supporters of Harness Racing Westrel and uh, the Mayor's Classic is the feature event of tonight. Before we welcome in our man Scott Bomber-Hill, this segment's brought to you by Loans123, Car Loans, Debt Consolidations, Personal Finance, who do you see? Pick up the phone and talk to the need, uh, the nude nut, yeah. Steve Sell. Yeah, he's our man. Uh, loans123.com.au and Mort's, as we always say... Michael, if the nude nut can't get you sorted, well, I just don't know if there's any uh, hope for you. No. We, we might have needed a loan after last week's whitewash yes. as we welcome in Bomber Hill. Have you recovered, Bomber? Oh, yeah. We went in with little confidence and came out with a duck egg, which... Uh, yeah, it wasn't ideal, but yeah, a bit more confidence tonight, so I think we can uh, we can get it back. Yeah, money lost, nothing lost, confidence lost, everything, everything lost, lost, and we haven't lost any confidence, uh, Bomber, as we go into um, tonight's meeting and uh, the first race we got a preview is race number four on the card, and uh, it is uh, the Tab Touch market, and Tab Touch obviously is the brand that funds the industry and a new uh, app, download the new app, and uh, plenty of uh, new features, including uh, same-game multis and, and the like, so uh, get on uh, the Tab Touch app, and uh, you can find these markets for Gloucester Park tonight, and Perfect Major is 250 in from 270, Better Start Dreaming 21, Outer Intrigue 21, Bracken Sky 61, Wild West at $33, Hampton Banner at $2.60, Diego 21 and talk to Her Majesty at $18. First up, drawn the outside of the front line. Bomber, this is a really competitive race. How'd you see it? Yeah, it is, but I think Perfect Major should be able to hold these out. He uh, all but held Vampiro last time he drew one from that front straight start, which is much harder to hold from. And I think uh, there's no real beginner here like Vampiro. So um, he has a massive, a phenomenal record when leading, winning nine times. And 
can't really see a lot of pressure here unless talk to me your majesty takes charge and takes off but first up i think they'll probably try and restrain if they can but uh yeah even if he does take off you know he, he's just a rip and tearer and he'll be off and gone and Vokey will get the opportunity just to roll along behind him and, and pop off whenever he likes. But, yeah, hopeful that uh, Perfect Major leads and wins. And, um, yeah, the X-Factor horse here, Hampton Banner, he looks to have to do too much work from the draw. So pretty confident Perfect Major can lead and win. Just looking at the last word, which is very kindly uh, given to us by Tim Walker from Tab Radio, so we appreciate that. Ross Oliveri, perfect major. We reckon he's at his top. He's ready to run a cracker. He doesn't have to lead to win. Lindsay Harper, think we snag back here too. We'll see. Gary Hall, senior Wild West, he will go well. Best chance in the race, winning chance. Nice price. Yes. And uh, Chris Lewis, Hampton Banner, he doesn't have to lead. He can sit back and come with a sprint going well. And our man Kyle Harper on Talk To Me, Your Majesty, will eat my wheat bix. What's the uh, staking plan here for race four? Number one, perfect major, Bummer. Yeah, I think he's going much better than his figure form would suggest, perfect major. And, uh, yeah, as I said, pretty confident he either leads or sits second and, uh, and takes care of these. And how, right. how many units was how that, Bummer? Two. All right, that's race number four. Race number five is the main race of the night. This is the Group 1 Westrall's Mare Classic over the 2536 metres, $125,000 on offer. And tell you what, this is a very competitive race and a very competitive market here at Tab Touch. We have one Savvy Bromac, 265 and favourite. Who would have thought she would have been favourite after the... Um, uh, after the Norm's daughter. Uh, Wainui Creek, $26 into 17 Royal Essence, $41 in from 71 My Prayer, 71 Alta Louisa one, uh, is, was $126. Mortz has had a bet into $71. Queen Shenandoah, $34. Belle Catherine, open 390 into 280 She's Our Hope, $17. Mandy Joan outside the front line at $126. Born to Boogie for Merv and Meg Butterworth, 342nd favourite. Star of Diamonds, 16 and 55 Reborn, $61. This is a great race, Bummer. Which way are you going? Yeah, it's an absolute ripper. But, um, we've seen it many, many times before. The Pegs is, you know, is really the place to be in these quality races and and the mayor with a picket fence beside her name in uh, Born to Boogie, I think she gets the opportunity to maintain that tonight. She's she's going to be leaders back most likely. I think Savvy Bromack will probably hold up and uh, Bow Catherine will head to the breeze. But worst case, she ends up three pegs. And uh, as we saw last time, uh, you know, Lewis will just bustle into the clear over the last six, eight hundred metres. You know, in these high pressure races, the, the running line tends to be the first to buckle. And um, yeah, if she sees clear air, I think she'll be too fast for them late. The, I've got massive respect for Bow Catherine, but uh, a little bit concerned about the gut buster she had first up and, and looks to have to do the work again here. So born to boogie, get into the clear over the last bit and uh, be too fast. Nathan Turvey on Savvy Bromac. It's a good starting point. I guess we use her speed because she's quick. I used to drive her tough and she could do it. I think she's more mature now. I couldn't be happier with her. Greg Bond, Winui Creek, nice each-way chance. Gary Hall Sr., I think I've got the best horse and best driver. Hope that helps her. And Ross Oliveri, leave it up to Chris whether she stays there going good enough. So, as you said, cracking race, the Westerall Mare's classic uh, bomber. What's the staking plan? Race five, number 10, Born to Boogie. 
Yeah, another two-unit bet. I think all she requires is just that bit of luck over the last six to 800 metres, and, and she'll be too fast for them. All right, Nathan Turvey has the favourite in Savvy Bromac, but he also has Royal Essence, who's the first three-year-old filly to race in the Mayor's Classic. A little bit different because she would have been four under yeah. the old system, but yeah. still three. So, but tell you what, she's uh, she's an outstanding filly coming through, and uh, with an informed stable, a little bit of support on Tab Touch seventy-one into forty-one as we go to the break. Let's uh, listen to Royal Essence taking out the uh, one of the fillies and mares races last week. Yeah, Moore is wide out and running on. Back behind them, Leap of Faith still can't get out. Star of Diamonds not going that quickly in front of it. Now it's out. Leap of Faith and is giving chase strongly to Royal Essence around the turn. Royal Essence has got the front. Leap of Faith giving chase. Star of Diamonds still there in the centre. In the straight. Royal Essence in front. Star of Diamonds. Leap of Faith down the outside. It's Royal Essence in front. they doing it well. And Royal Essence races home to beat Leap of Faith. Third in Star of Diamonds. They break You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Here's Larry the inside. Off the back next quarter in 30.1 only. And Major Martini, its last 400 will be very quick. Leads by ahead to Gambit, moving up a little bit closer. Third on the inside is My Carbon Copy, then Alter Engine. And as happy as Larry around the turn, a Major Martini in front. Gambit's trying hard. In third place, My Carbon Copy. Paul goes for Major Martini, though, in that 30.1 third quarter. It's got a lot left in the tank from Gambit and My Carbon Copy, and Major Martini has won it easily by two metres. Leads and wins all the way from Gambit, My Carbon Copy, Older Engine. Yeah, Major Martini was little more than a uh, track workout for the uh, star pacer who's on his way back, and Mort's... uh Rolled through very leisurely in the first uh, lead time, the first couple of quarters. But I tell you what, he let him down for the last quarter in 26-3. He is pricked as he went across the line. Uh, no, look, it was good. And the most important thing is the horse has pulled up well. He wasn't having a good night up till then, Justin. I thought, he well, wasn't. if something happens to Major Martini, he might not get back to Boyna. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he, he's very happy with uh, the way Major Martini's uh, coming along. And uh, it was good to... Um, blow a few cobwebs out in that last 400. Well, one of the part owners is our man, Ross Fitzgerald, and uh, that means steel blue boots, built for comfort, made for work, 736 stockers nationwide. That's probably grown since. I would say so, uh, Rads. And what a great boot they are. They are. And steel blue, what a great company. They do donate $10 from every pink boot sold to breast cancer and $10 from every blue boot sold to Beyond Blue. So great supporters of uh, charity Steel Blue, Australia's leading supplier of work boots and Australia's, well, one of Australia's leading supplier of owners. Yep, so he certainly is. I spoke to Ross yesterday. He said, I might mosey on out and Watch another one go around in a group one. <laughs> I said, well, you've, you've won at bigger prices before, Ross. Correct. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's have a look at the next race we've got to look at, and it is uh, race number six, the Westrall Roll the Blinds Pace over the 25, 36 metres. And as we have a look at the Tab Touch market, scratch number one, Armour Indy. So this has changed the um, the field a little bit. We've got Q-Town Rip Roaring now comes into the pole at $14. Joe with the Flow at $5. Dominate the Dojo, $12. 
Who's who in the Zoo 14? Batavia on fire 34. Rock Me Over 440. CC Chevron 101. Disco Under Fire 101. Double Espresso 205 and favourite inside the back line. B17 at 19 and Bud Sidewinder $23. Bummer, what are we doing in race six? A huge dropping class here for Rock Me Over and he has to be respected on that alone in, in this field. It, it could work out okay for him early with the three and four both going pretty hard and I think the five and six will look to ease into the running line. So he has options. He can sort of float off the gate and then work forward after they settle or, or he can even just drop off the gate and come with one run. But but either way, I think in this field he is the class and he and he's going to make himself uh, make his presence felt in the last 400 here for sure. Uh, not much help from Ryan Warwick in the last word. Batavia on fire. Not sure what to expect. Thanks for that. Thanks, uh, Ryan. Uh, Shannon Savelko, rock me over. Like you said, Bomber, dropping in class and is suited at the distance. Big chance. Ross Oliveri, double espresso. I can only rely on Gemma and she tells me she's ready. From the draw, she can't have a gut buster. She's got a beautiful draw, so right behind... Uh, what are we behind there? Behind something. Q-Town Rip Warring. So race number six, Bomber. Number seven, rock me over. What's the staking plan here? Yeah, one unit better. I, I don't think there's a lot of chances in this race, but uh, yeah, probably uh, double espresso is the, the main danger from the tricky draw, but uh, rock me over will certainly get his chance. All right, and we'll whip through the last race, which is uh, race number eight we've got to look at, which is the Westrell Meshlock Security. None stronger two-year-old Phillies pace over the short course 1730, and we've got the Hope Diamond at 460. Five Bangles is the favourite at 220. See the World 34. Catch the Red Eye 14. We haven't been doing that for a while. Um, Souffle at 14. Taravian Angel, uh, Amy, sorry, at $26. Queen in the corner at 16. JL at 21. Uh, and then in the spotlight, outside the front line at fourteen at uh, $4, I should say, $4 in the spotlight. And then the back line is Like It, Love It at 61 and Artistic Scribe at $26. Bummer. The two-year-old fillies, which way are we going? Yeah, I quite like this filly, uh, Five Bangles. She's, she's shown she's got a really good turn of foot. And uh, first up from a spell there Tuesday week ago, she led and um, just dashed home in a 56-5. If, if she's able to cross the one horse here, then uh, there's nothing that'll be sitting outside her and beating her, you know, if she can if she can dash that home again. And um, yeah, the Hope Diamond has the ability to come out as quick, but I think if she tries to hold up, she can't possibly win. So I'm hoping they take the smart option and uh, take the sit. And Five Bangles gets a lead and just yeah, far too fast for them late. Race eight, number two, Five Bangles, driven by our man Chopper Reed. What's the staking plan there, Bomber? Well, yeah, I don't think she has to lead to win, so for that reason, uh, yeah, pretty happy to have a three-unit bet. I've marked her in the red and uh, think she can take us home a winner. Beautiful, Bomber. Uh, much more confident tonight, no doubt. I've got very confident. I think we've got to get the cash tonight and uh, uh, great night's racing with the, the Westraw Mayors. Classic, thanks for your time. We'll speak to you next week. No worries, guys. And just, uh, we missed the multi last week, but I think if we multi up the one horse in the first three races tonight at around 260... Uh, we'll certainly be getting a result there. I can't see any of those three being beaten either. All right, race three. Oh, good, beautiful. Thanks, Bomber. We'll talk to you next week. That is race one, number one, magnificent. Race two, uh, race two, number uh, sorry, race two, number one, Mirigon, and race three, number one, back in twenty. All look like the leaders. All look like the winners.
$2.60, we hope so, Michael. All right, as we go to the break, let's listen to Magnificent. Uh, it was a great win last week. He comes into Barrier 1. He's $1.45 tonight. Let's uh, go back a week and uh, seeing Magnificent holding on from a – from uh, he's our uh, Perseus who uh, gave it a real scare on the line. On and then came Palatino, and further back is he's our Perseus to the home turn. They run though, and the leader out in front. It's magnificent with Harley Zest giving chase strongly. And he's a shark the inside. He's our Perseus is also running on around the turn. Magnificent has got the lead on the outside. He's our Perseus, Harley Zest. He's a shark battling on. Magnificent in front of he's our Perseus and Harley Zest. Magnificent's in front. He's our Perseus diving. Magnificent clinging on just, I think. Magnificent a nose to he's our Perseus in a terrific finish and they break away from Harley Zest. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Cyberstorm, Galactic Ruler three wide, and here's Captain Dandy letting go out four wide now. Sets Malou drove up behind them, still going well, but there's a brick wall in front of her on the home turn. Galactic Ruler gets to Mr. Sauvage Cyberstorm, but Captain Dandy is coming down the center. Galactic Ruler has the front. Captain Dandy coming at Galactic Ruler. It's Captain Dandy racing to Galactic Ruler, then Cyberstorm, Mr. Sauvage, but Galactic Ruler digs. Comes back and Galactic Ruler has held off Captain Dandy, Mr. Sauvage and Cyberstorm. Yeah, Galactic Ruler got something out of the weekend for us, Mort. Very happy with that. Very happy indeed. All right. So this segment is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better than a Bayswater Mazda. Corner of Guildford and Garrett Rose. Go see our man Anthony. You'll shout your coffee. He'll I did go you. and see him during the week, Michael. I went down and test drove yeah. a Mazda 6. A Mazda 6? Yes. Beautiful Big car. Big size for you. Big car, Ca- carry, car. Carry all that retrovision stuff in the boot. <laughs> the Mazda 6, they're great cars. Full of toasters. Beautiful where's, car. Where's Cameron used to drive a Mazda 6? A beautiful car. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. All right. Um, we're going to have a quick uh, – the Intermediate's on, so we'll talk about the Intermediate's in just a moment. But Hayden King, who tipped us Galactic Ruler last week, got the cash. Uh, Hayden, welcome to the show. Another big win. We've got Bunbury Saturday night, Collie Sunday. How's the confidence levels? I'm actually pretty confident. I think there's a few good bets over the weekend, and there's one in particular at Collie I think could start Ooh. big odds, and punters might have missed it. Oh, we'll get into it, mate. Let's, uh, let's hear them. In race number two, Bunbury will start off. Codename Marcus, I've been really taken by this horse throughout his trials and his couple of race day appearances, providing he has the gate speed to lead, which I think he does. He should be able to work to the top and win. Race number three, advanced strike will probably send me broke, but I'm getting sucked into her every <laughs> time because, yeah, she just keeps pulling and you only need to have something very small on it. I think when she puts it all together again, we'll get to see her best in race number three, something very small. Uh, race number four, I think Keegan Banner will get kept safe in the betting and for that reason, El Chema could come up a really good price, draw on the outside and... He's come back in really good touch. So race four, number seven. Race five, number two, Baltic Ace is probably the best bet on the program for mine. I thought he'd work to the front. He sat 1-1 last time out in a hot race, and he still plugged away really well for second. I think he'll lead and win. And then in race number six, not sure what price we'll get Joey James, but although he's drawn seven, I think he'll scorch across them early and lead. And first up, I think he still should have enough in the tank to win. And then we'll roll over to Collie on Sunday, 
Race number one, number eight, Trooping of the Colour. Last couple of efforts at wage and have been really solid. And between that, another good performance at Pinjarra. This looks a very winnable race. I expect that he'll be able to bounce back into the winner's list. Race number two, Keown Caviar's first up since May for Dennis Russell. However, I did go back and last campaign, this horse went a real cracker first up. And from the gate, I expect them to use the gate speed to kick up and lead and I think uh, Keon Caviar will give a real sight. Again in race number three, number one, Mr. Sauvage looks the leader and has really been racing quite well for Leah Waldrop. He's got this horse to turn around and has been in top form. And the one I really like, the bet I'm most excited for the weekend, is race five, number three, Beat the Bank. If you missed it on Monday at Pinjarra, this horse was tailed off completely and hopelessly in the run and then has made up and a huge amount of ground to get up and run sixth. And the final half was 57.8. So personally, he would have run a really good final half. Not sure if he'll find the front or not. Depends what those inside want to do. But in any case, providing the darling doesn't lead, he'll be the one to beat Beat the Bank. All right, Beat the Bank. And El Chema, the free-legged pacer. Yes. No hobbles. No hobbles, Michael. And come back in good uh, some good form. All right. And as I said, the Inter-Dominion starts tomorrow night at Menangle and New South Wales and the Eastern Coast. Currently you're witnessing a El Nino effect and I think it's going to be a McCarthy tsunami yes, at, uh, so. at Menangle. I think he'll win all three pacing heats. He's got uh, King of Swing in the first heat, uh, Alta Orlando, Expensive Ego in the second and Spirit of St. Louis up against the Victorians in the third heat. So uh, I think uh, LA and Belinda McCarthy will be dominating this Inter-Dominion series, as we said last week. And good luck to our man, Matty Craven, with Pink Alars, who's drawn one in yes. the Trotters in the last week. He's a good man, Matty. Certainly and, is. And uh, has been on the show before. So good luck to uh, to Matt and the team. Um, mate, big show. Great to talk to Merv. Unfortunately, we won't see a copy of that. But I tell you what, he can get some Group 1 uh, dollars tonight with Born to Boogie and our man, Bomber, Bomber Hill's confident. He certainly is. Looking forward to the uh, Mayor's Classic. Should be a great race, uh, big night at Gloucester Park and a big night at Gloucester Park tomorrow night as well. Um, lots coming up. Uh, yeah. As we know, the sales are uh, three months away, yeah. so you need to get on to www.jppacing.com.au and register your interest yeah. for next year's Slipper Winner. I noticed you got a cap there and nah, nothing for myself and Hayden. Just, just left out again. I'll see if I can bring money yeah, for you next week. All right. Thanks for your time. Thanks to Merv, Bomber, and, of course, Hayden. Thanks to you, Mort. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next week, it's bye for now. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91